0: Lime, duh! Yo, what up? Welcome to the Cow Underground secret bonus episode dropping at you on the main feed. I am here with two men, two very popular men in the Cow Universe. Two men you know who have been at each other's throats on the <laughs> Facebook group. And uh, I said, let's bring it to the pod. Let's bring it to the pod. Let's get off the internet if you're in the Comedians Wrestling Facebook group. Remember, this podcast, this is on the main feed. This is brought to you by the Patreon. I mean, this is spicy bonus content I'm giving you for free. Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling. Sign up, get some bonus episodes. Also, on Sunday when this drops, we'll be having the cow uh, Zoom Thunderdome.
1: Wow.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, we're going to be hanging out watching Hell in a Cell um, with the patrons. It's going to be very fun. And uh, All right. Let's introduce my two guests for this episode. The first guy, you know this guy. He's uh, always on the bonus episodes. He's the supermark, mark, uh, Mr. Uh, Nick uh, Tullo. What's up?
1: I'm just admiring my fucking mustache right now. I mean, it is insane. It's on another level. Look how beautiful it is.
0: It looks mm. great. I see you. I see you. Uh, wow.
1: And this, and this uh, guy. Look at this hoodie, too.
0: I love that hoodie. That's really cool. It's like the AJ Styles. So you'll see it in the video, Zoom video. It's Jump on man. our uh, YouTube page. It's uh, like uh, the, the Jumpman, Michael Jordan, but it's AJ giving the phenomenal forearm. That actually yeah. is a like, really cool sweatshirt. I actually really it's, like that. I actually
1: thanks. might get
0: sure that. It How, can I get that? Yeah. Where did you get that?
1: I have no idea to be honest with you. I think I just stumbled up, upon it. I think Santa actually I think Santa Claus got it for me.
0: Okay. All right. Well sounds that, like you got sounds like that, a very shady a, way you got it. And anyway. Is that a bit is that a bit of bootleg merch or is that legit merch?
1: No, I think it's I mean it's bootleg, but it's, you know. I mean, is it from PWT? I don't think so. I don't remember where I got it from, to be honest with you. All right. Well it looks <laughs> and, great. It looks great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. The next it. guest here, he already did a surprise intro.
0: Sierra Hotel. Echo Bravo. India. Romeo. Oscar. Shapiro. You're a winner. Welcome to the Space Olympics, the year 3022. Jason Shapiro <laughs> in the house. Put the Space Olympics there. Jason Shapiro, Nick Tulo in the house. Two men who are wow. disagreeing about pro wrestling. Uh, and I feel
1: like let's bring it here. We have no agenda. We're just I'm gonna talking.
0: have to cut you. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna cut you off right there. Uh sorry, I gotta cut you off. That's not. That's not what I was that's not what I was brought onto the show to do. Yeah. This, no, this is a misrepresentation of why I was I know, summoned right? and why I was cast And I over? will not be bamboozled by my own best friend like this. No. Okay. It should be
1: you see what I have to deal with now, like all the time. He Buddy, just- I've,
0: been de- I've been dealing with this for, for fucking my whole life. <laughs> I, I I I I I don't even my want to get into voice it. Is in my head. No. All right, let's bring it down. Let's bring it down. I was uh, brought Okay, the so show. you're saying that – okay, let's, uh, you were brought to the show. You, uh, last night I was on Facebook. You two guys were going at each other about Bailey back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go, yo, let's record this, save it for the pod, and that's how this started. And you're no. acting like this has not happened? I that's made not how out. it started. First guys of all, you against each other for the ratings all, bump? First of all, I think you are pinning us – I think you know one thing. You know that Tulo brings such a Mark energy – that it's mm-hmm. good to have a little bit of that positive Tula has what I call ultimate positivity for wrestling mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. you are now na- it's like how R- Howard Stern had Robin Givens, right? So he could say mm-hmm. whatever fucked up shit he wants. Cause look, look, there's a, a black woman here. So I can't be, I can't be wrong. I'm not, I'm not racist. I'm not a misogynist. Cause I have a person you mean Robin Quivers. What'd I say? Givens. Wins? Oh, <laughs> Mike that's, Tyson's ex wife? Yeah, that's not what he meant. To <laughs> say. Whoops. No, but anyway, so I think that you Robin have. Robin Ophelia Quivers. Right. Sorry. I, I honestly, I actually make the mistake all the time. I always confuse Givens with Quivers. They're similar oh, surnames, good let's be honest. For you. Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But Nick Tulo is a supermarket. Some would actually say he's the market And so you can have critical point of views of some of what's going on in wrestling because you have Tulo there to sort of balance it out and make sure, hey, we all know that we all still love wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. You're sort of giving people a little bit of a stunt. Uh, What's that shit called when they take a big bump off a cage, but they're not mankind, so they need like a fucking pillow that disguises a box? What's that called? Airbag? Airbag? yeah Yeah, but is that like the the jargon term for that it's just like a pad well we need to (laughs) get a real wrestling insider on this pod Uh, to get the term but that airbag Tulo, is your airbag okay uh, so you're giving yourself the safety net me when you do a pod with me it's like mankind mick foley hell in a cell undertaker we don't want a fucking airbag we don't need an airbag i'm coming in with hot takes you're coming in with hot takes Mm. and we trust that the people are going to be able to handle it okay Mm. So I wasn't so, brought on the pod to disagree with Nick Tulo. Me and Tulo disagree all the time. It's fine. He's an ultimate mark, ultimate positivity. What I give you guys, what I offer to the listenership, is the truth. <laughs> I offer you guys the correct and true opinions. I okay, offer you guys well, right, so, listen, the critical thinking. The critical thinking that only someone with a proven SAT score fifteen ten. Can bring. Uh, 2, I have 400. Uh, nope, we'll 1600. Critical then. thinking <laughs> I on a level. To respond to this. T- critical thinking that wrestling fans can only dream of. My intellect is superior. Okay, My takes. Uh, Shams, are correct. Time. Moderator, moderator time. two
1: minutes. I mean, wow, I mean, you're a sky, I mean. First off,
0: I'm not here to pit you guys against each other at all. <laughs> it's not the goal. Let me just quickly lower the cage. Uh, <laughs> and uh, okay. Now, it's a cage of sound. It's a music cage. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, I mean, Tula, did you want to respond? I feel like no. I have to respond. I think I was <laughs> yeah. more under attack there, uh, yeah. which is that I I didn't bring you on here to fight. I brought the conversation over from the Facebook group here. So let's get into the topic. Uh, look, and I don't have any plan here. This was just like full uh, 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 let's bring the convolver over. You guys were talking about Bailey. Uh, that's where you guys were at. Jason... First off, for the folks, let everybody know. Are you caught up with pro wrestling? You've been gone for a little bit. Uh, <coughs>
1: let the people know.
0: Are you? I can I can report honestly and truly that I'm 100% caught up on wrestling. I've watched <laughs> wow. everything worth watching. <laughs> and I had to do it in record time. I was going through some personal life stuff. And I wasn't you able know. to watch as much wrestling as, as I wanted to. Um, but now I've watched more wrestling than I'd ever Need to so I, I'm up on every single thing right now as of recording time of this pod. The only thing that I watched half-assedly was I rushed through the most recent SmackDown and really mm-hmm. just watched the ending. But yeah. I've watched everything. Here's what I'm taking issue with, Dan. Yeah, you're saying, oh, you brought me in too long to the pod because we had a Bailey conversation. No, no, that is not correct.
1: <laughs> I mean, what has happened
0: is <laughs> we're
1: going to argue dra- about the thesis of this podcast. All yes, the time I'm. I'm actually
0: pretty mad. Honestly, I'm upset that that is what the episode is being billed as because that's not the billing. That's not the booking. The booking of this episode is, this is my triumphant return to wrestling fandom. I've taken Uh. my breather. I'm back in. And what's more, we we are coming off of a draft. All right? Yeah. Some superstars got drafted to smackdown some superstars got drafted to raw i jason Shabiro, was drafted back to the comedians of wrestling wow. podcast by dan uh, black and this is wow. what was happening i wouldn't just join the pod if i was still unaffiliated or in the developmental territories or potentially going to a rival podcast i've gotten offers made i've gotten offers from you know between the bells or whatever the fuck cody uh. Uh, what's his name Graves, Corey Graves's podcast. They want me on all these pods, but between Dan the Black, bells. between two bells, <laughs> between two bells, Dan Black, my best friend, yeah. had a first round draft pick in conjunction with the WWE draft, and you drafted me to Comedians of Wrestling. I have no choice in the matter, so I'm here because I've wow. been drafted back to the show. I didn't, I didn't come in to fight with Tulo. Me and Tulo might get into an angle together. We might get some some booking, but it's not. That's not what the the pod is mm. about.
1: All right, so you're breaking kayfabe. I got it. So here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> let's,
0: let's just talk about the current state of professional wrestling uh, right now, which uh, mm-hmm. I, I personally believe to be strong. Um, mm-hmm. I think wrestling I is very fun right now. I think that uh, they found their, their pandemic footing. Uh, but let's get into this Bailey thing because sure. Bailey was ranked PWI number one female wrestler. Tulo is very hot on Bailey right now, and mm. Shebs is not sold on Bailey. Um, Shebs, uh, uh, uh Tulo. Let me, I'll go to you first because we've heard enough okay. from Shev's already somehow. <laughs> and um, what, what, where are you at on uh, what are you feeling about Bailey? You think she deserved that PWI number one ranking, and um, uh, or is it just because? Did she just get it just because she's had the title for 500 days, so that you ha- kind of have to give it to her? Or are you really enjoying her work?
1: Um, Well, as we talked about before, the PWI rankings involve record and wins and you know how, how successful you're doing as
0: yeah, a wrestler. Yeah, there's a high kayfabe so, element
1: to the whole thing. Right. So they're honestly, in the last year, which has been the last full calendar year, Belly's been champion. So, I mean... Uh, immediately, she's the top women's wrestler just for that sole reason. If you just go across all the women's wrestlers in the industry, there's no, there's, there's undeniably no doubting it that she's the best women's wrestler. When it comes to her, um, when it comes to her character and and who she is as a wrestler, that's where the debate could be. Well, is she one, two, three, four, or five? Is she top five? Is she not even in your top five? To me personally, with The pandemic, Charlotte being out, Becky being out, uh, with the women's division in WWE as strong as it is, if you look at the champions, I mean, it's clear Bailey's the reason why they're doing so good, in my opinion. I think she found her groove as a a heel. I think she's killed it as a heel. I think her gimmick makes sense now. I think she had her uh, partner in...
0: Yeah, what's her gimmick exactly?
1: She's a role model because
0: to me, I think her gimmick. <laughs> her gimmick. My, I think Bailey's gimmick is I have a different
1: haircut now. Well, yeah, that's fine. Wh- whatever. I, I, I just think overall as a heel, I think she's the. Why? Like, I mean, is anybody doing a better work as a heel? Yes, every uh, other
0: female heel wrestler. I think I living. I think everyone from, uh, fucking what's her name, Britt Baker, to. Whatever is that, oh yes, and she's way better than Bailey as a heel. I mean, come on, get out of here. Britt Baker's
1: it's, probably my number one said, female wrestler. Right I mean, now. And even and even that one match in, even, in
0: like six. So what? She, she doesn't
1: wrestle. So what? So
0: what? Kind of, so what? Uh, Alexa Bliss, I think, is more captivating in this fiend uh, duo. Oh, that's as a heel. There's
1: no denying that. There's no denying that. Listen, wait wait, wait, just, wait, wait,
0: wait, time out. So there's no denying that these people are doing better work than Bailey, and yet your thesis was that no
1: one is doing better work than Bailey. No, well let's not all right, let's chill with the thesis words here. Okay. Oh, I'm this sorry. is not a Look. thesis and and in, in, in my papers that I had research to do. But I, I um I I'm saying there's there's no denying that Alexa Bliss is doing great work. I just think overall, the whole entire stretch consistently, Bailey has evolved and, and has put the WWE roster kinda on her back and put it on but the yeah. map.
0: Let me put let hey, me so let me break it down just simply though. Like yeah, sorry, I'll go to you right now, but I'm saying like Bailey has she had any great promos in the past year?
1: Uh, I, probably nothing that stood out like memorable ones. But I mean, even to make that list, that case for a lot of people is kind of tough. I mean, there's only a handful of great promos. But we're, that not, you're remember. but we're not
0: trying to determine is Bailey the champion and doing pretty good as a heel compared to the absolute abysmal, you know, captivating levels, charisma levels that she's had in the past. Yes, she's better, but is she good? I don't think so. Is she champion? Sure. Are there that many other people that could be champion instead? Not really. I think the women's division has actually suffered tremendously in the pandemic uh, with Becky being gone, with Charlotte being gone. Um, is she okay? Sure. Is it better than it used to be? Yeah. Is it good? I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you what, every time I see Bailey on screen, I fast forward. And when I don't and watch the segment, whether it be a match or a promo, I go, yeah, what was I thinking? What is, uh, I'm wasting my life right here. I got. I'd rather watch... Almost any other segment on the show than the <laughs> Bailey segment. And I go back and I watch them here and there, but it's like, it's just, it's still not good. The thing is this too low. Here's where you're struggling. Here's your difficulty. And here's a difficulty that I don't have is that for you, if everything is good, if, Oh, this is good. And this is good. And this is working and that's pretty that's, good. Oh, and that got better. And this is really good. I'm saying if everything is, is good, if everything is good, right. it's hard to tell in your brain, the difference between what you really love and what you are kind of, kind of wanting yourself to
1: love so that you could remain mean, positive so you know, and even like any of the stuff that she did with Sasha, this whole entire run, I mean, from beating the absolute shit out of her from attacking her backstage from now carrying the chair around from now they're going to have a hell in a cell match. I mean, that is a good product. That's yeah. I mean, look, that's, it's fine. It's good fine. It's, like, it's fine.
0: Swap out Bailey. For any other like quote unquote top female wrestler, and I guarantee you, it would just be a better, more fun program. Now, Bailey and Sasha have this long built-in history, so there's so there's some good booking there. Look, some moments are going to be entertaining, but like Bailey is not the reason it's working, right? The booking is why it's working. Best friends, you know. Super good guy turned to the big heel, you know, now she's betraying her friend. They 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 were you know pitted against each other. Like the booking is pretty good for Bailey booking. Yeah, but it's it, not I, anything I, groundbreaking. It's not like what like again, not to bring up the, the Alexa too much, but what the fiend is doing, right? The fiend is coming out there. He's giving you something you've never seen in your life, that no one's ever done, that's mind-blowingly fucking awesome. And to me. That's what I'm searching for. I, I'm i right. looking for A plus wrestling. And I have very little patience for B minus, for C plus, for C minus. And so something could be at a Bailey, a C plus or a B minus. And that's great because for years she gave me fucking D to F. So, yeah, it's better and it's cool. But wrestling, there's so much of it and it's so tedious and it's so monotonous and it's so similar that if you're just going to give me – Yeah, this is a little better. I don't care. And in fact, then I get angry when everyone else, marks like yourself and internet fuckfaces, need to celebrate (laughs) shit that is just like really not worth celebrating. Like it's not not cause for a
1: parade. I mean, she comes out and she raises the title on the top of the stage. She's got Kyler right. and she looks awesome. I'm Let me stop you right there. She doesn't me. look awesome. She doesn't look awesome. Well, Let me tell you who crazy. looks awesome. I want to interrupt for one second
0: and say, I think she does look awesome. Okay. Thanks, I, Dan. I, 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 I do think, I actually think she's in great shape. I think the haircut looks really cool. Yeah, it's Her a great haircut.
1: I found during That contract signing was really cool, except I don't know why she's wearing, like, little slip-on Steve Madden shoes. Um, <laughs> I don't was, know
0: why. She, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what <laughs> look look you're talking about a heel turn uh, I gave I trust say I gave Drew McIntyre that criticism as well wrestlers you got to wear a shoe that looks like it's gonna hurt somebody uh, yes. <laughs> you're talking about a heel turn you're talking about someone looking awesome you're talking about someone holding the belt and just looking like the top guy with this big character look at Roman Reigns compare Bailey to Roman Reigns don't compare Bailey to fucking the the, the woman's right don't compare her to Lacey fucking Sinclair, where the goddamn fucking name is. Compare her to someone who's in her position. Bailey is a longest-running female champion. She's the top talent. You, in your words, is carrying the division on her back. Compare her to the other people doing that. That would be Roman Reigns. Is what she's doing on the level of work as what Roman Reigns is doing right now? I would say it's not even fucking close. They're not even in the same country. Like, Roman Reigns is doing A-plus, once-in-a-lifetime amazing work right now. That's what I want out of Bailey, And she's not giving me that. She's giving me... Oh, I don't want to blow my fucking brains out when she's on television anymore. I guess that's good. Here's, no, here's, can I can I say can I say something about you Bailey? can't? That... I got to crack my I got to crack my drink. All right, Cheb says to crack his drink.
1: Is, uh, oh, what kombucha? flavor?
0: <laughs> uh, watermelon kombucha. GT's Living Foods. It's disgusting. All right, uh, so uh,
1: Aaron was asking about.
0: Here's the thing: is that oh uh, Tula, what flavor?
1: The light up that-
0: again uh, the lack of flavor. So listen, um, <laughs> uh, folks. Um, Here's the thing about Bailey that I think is uh, to hear what what you're both saying, how I'm processing this. Is that like, I'm definitely into the Sasha Bailey story. Totally. I think it's cool. I specifically love the whole thing of Sasha can't retain the title. That's like great, cool wrestling writing. That's something that like, that's, that's using, that's what makes wrestling better than sports to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always about winning. It's about sometimes losing makes your characters really interesting, you know? Um, And there's like that hero's journey. That's incredible. You know, um, but the thing about Bailey is that, like, I do think she looks good, and I'll believe her as being that dominant champion. The thing is that if she's going to be this kind of generic character, right? Like, she decided to be, like, I was. She was, like, a hugger. She had, like, kind of a bigger gimmick, and she was a kind of a, a mark. That was a kind of her gimmick. And then she went to, like, oh, I'm throwing that away just to be, like, a badass wrestler. I feel like she needs to have, like, way more memorable matches, And like, uh, uh, and and better viciousness, you know, or so. uh, I agree, especially with with the promo. But like matches, like um, even a move, like even a devastating move. So you don't, you don't like the regular level move of the belly to belly suplex as a as a. And she does a macho elbow, which doesn't really fit the character. I mean, also just like such a nonsense finisher. Right. So it's kind of like I feel like if they're going for the fact that like Bailey is your superior wrestler, like. It works with Oscar in that way. Like I know, uh, like Oscar. Mm. I feel like I believe Oscar has that kind of ability in ring. Bailey has not had a moment in ring where I'm like, I believe she could beat everybody with just her pure talent. I mean, case in point: Roman Reigns on SmackDown just submitted Braun Strowman with a guillotine choke—a move yeah, that Roman Reigns has f- never done before. Right? That's why so I, I was awesome. trying to tell okay. you guys to
1: watch the end because of how fucking awesome that was. Okay. Hey, here's the best part about it. You know why? Fucking the match coming up is an I quit match. We've never seen Roman use a, finish, a submission before. So what was he going to do? Just beat him until he has to quit? No, he's going to fucking give us a, a guillotine right before that match. Oh shit! Roman's got a fucking submission now that took out the biggest fucking dude in the in the in the business. You know exactly. exactly. Roman has, he's killing then, Roman's he's killing, killing it. Roman's killing it. And he's so and two it. and two <laughs> point. And again, two,
0: This is this is what separates. This is what separates. This is why it's easy for me as the Supreme Detective, as the Street Whisperer, as the guy who just knows what's going on. Uh, As the Kink Master. What what I'm saying is it's this between the lines, that extra something, right? So Roman Reigns, character change, gimmick shift. Now he's got a vicious submission finisher. Bailey, same type of energy going on. Where's that vicious new finisher? Where's her submission? If she beat the shit out of Sasha... And then put her in that same guillotine choke. Oh, my God. We would be saying a little bit more. There'd be more there. Yeah, I mean, she put at her fucking head in a
1: fucking... She put her head in a goddamn cool. can you just? Time. Can you just show oh, yeah, me... that was the, cool. That can, was you cool. cool. The, can you do me the respect? That was cool. You cool. Least, do you at least understand
0: the point I'm making, though? Do I 100% understand, point I understand
1: your point. Of That's course I understand saying. your point. I, of course I understand your shit. 1,000%, Chebs, understand your point. But I think also her... Her body of work over the course of the year has been consistent, evolved. She looks like a dominant champion now. When she comes out, she looks like the champ. She's proven different ways that she can stay a champ, whether it's a shit eating, right. shit, shit, eating shit, heal, shit eating contest, shit eating contest, yeah. here you know, like whatever. Whatever she's had to do, she's done well, it. Right now and evolved. I feel like right now and, she is coasting on the power of booking, which is extremely. Well, here powerful. we go. The big here it is. You guys are asking for a moment. This Helena Cell match is going to be that moment.
0: Oh, timeout! You can't say you guys are asking for a moment. Hey, it's it's in a couple weeks. That's, no, well, that's I'm, the, I'm yeah, just saying. Bailey's no, been I, doing looking, so good, you guys. Bailey's been
1: crushing it. Let me show you I, some you're tape. For Wait, a I don't have any if yet. You want something, and I agree with you. If if I'm. Um, Agreeing with your side, I'm saying, well, this should be it. Like, this it should be, should be should her memorable be. moment. It should, should be, be that match, whether she retains or whether she fucking but loses. Whether if I know
0: Bailey, I, I think it's not going to be her memorable moment. Um, because I don't can think compare, she really deliver. like, can we compare maybe like I'm thinking about Drew and Bailey for a second. Sure, I, I don't know why we're going short sure. because, like, I, I, well, I guess oh. I have to get this out there. I think Drew's title run is working. It is working. It is working. Uh, It is working. I don't think it's, like, incredible, um, but it is also the pandemic special. Like, it is Uh, it is definitely, like, he was the champion through the whole performance center run, you know, uh, of wrestling. So, now he's in the Thunderdome at the tail end of of probably his run. And so... but like he's done a lot of work to get that claymore over, right? Like I pop for the claymore, mm-hmm. not like a stunner, obviously, but like no, it's know. a big move, it's a huge, huge move. And look, and I'm not a strike finish guy per se, and Many that is that. that is a strike finisher that uh, that is absolutely a plus in my book. A like, plus, that's a top move. I mean, look, how about that ambulance match with Randy Orton? How about the greatest wrestling? Oh, well, I mean, Orton just had the that was, was Orton's was doing so good. How about the <laughs> match where he out wrestled Orton, like? Drew no, McIntyre, hire, I, wait, I have a hot, hot thing. Because I have a so lot on to say this. hold on. I I'm gonna go back I gotta, honestly I need to move I would back. give back Bailey a pedigree. Is that crazy? That'd be great. Look, you need to give her Anything else, man. Just, with a pedigree would be like, it's a good finisher. People, the pedigree. It'd be, be great. What you need but to do a pedigree. You need to get like knighted by Triple H. But, but why can't he come well, in she, and give she her? She is knighted by Triple H. No, no, no H, but right? I'm saying like, it needs to be on screen. He needs to like say that she's something or X or like invoke NXT and how he bequeathed her with something at NXT. He knew she'd be the girl. Whatever it is. I'm just saying, I love a pedigree for her. I love any legitimate finishing move for her. She has zero of them. Well, she has, so. so, so is, I just want to focus on this before we move on to Drew because I'm saying so. Like the role model thing is nothing. It's just Britt Baker does, does the same thing 20, 20 times better on the on, a, on another show. Yeah. with a pun like Bailey being <laughs> well, the, the role model. So good. <laughs> it's an added pun. She is a better role model. She lives that gimmick better. She has that like I suck, but I'm telling you that I know it's better than you. Plus, there's also a pun of being in a wheelchair. Like it's it's so much outworking Bailey that it makes Bailey look silly and I feel and I feel silly even having a conversation on whether or not Bailey's a good well, wrestler right now.
1: I'll tell you I can I can actually tell you where you're wrong in that because if Burt Baker was doing anything that was relevant, which I think her work is great, then the AEW's women division would be good and it's not.
0: I think the all WWE's I think WWE's, division is good. I don't Bailey's think WWE's Women's Division is good. I think WWE's yeah, well, women's division is in fucking shambles well, WWE's I think, women's division uh, is good when Charlotte and Becky are there and Ronda, and when Nia's in all the mix, been Oscar, and also the, all the NXT Women's Division good. is sick. If you brought them all yeah. up, you'd have a great. So I, I want to say one thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, also you get Bianca Belair being drafted. Yeah, here. I that's, cannot That's wait. great. That's they're, great.
1: They're, they're, Did you see her package this week? She's so underutilized. It's I didn't insane. look. I,
0: I look. I got to tell you guys, I like Bianca Belair. I think she's a great wrestler with an enormously bright future ahead of her. I don't like her ponytail, and I get a lot of flack for that. I've even been called racist for not liking long ponytails. I'll live with that. I, you know, I can I can absorb that. Someone uh, called accusation.
1: you racist for not liking the ponytail
0: because they said you can't criticize a a, a woman of color's hair. Do you know the uh, storied history of oppression? I was like, look, I don't want to get into it. Uh, again, I got a fifteen ten. I know a lot of stuff. One thing I do know is any <laughs> ponytail sixteen hundred. Everyone, remember. any ponytail. <laughs> I mean, we're talking 99th percentile on earth intellect. Any ponytail that is below, that is longer, longer than three feet tall, whether it be on a white man or a Filipino a wrestler. trans woman, I, I don't like super long ponytails. If it's segmented, even grosser. And Dan, you've known since high school, and we, we made a whole movie about how long, long ponytails are disgusting. So look, I'm just saying I don't. Well, I, was the hair say, I love Bianca Belair's uh, ponytail. That's uh, fine. I love the hair whip, and, and on that specifically, it was so fucking awesome at that Royal Rumble match uh, when she used it to eliminate. I think Alexa, maybe I don't remember. That was. Great. I don't like Willow Smith, and I don't like whipping hair back and forth. Okay, here's what we need to say. This is why I invoke Bianca Belair. All right, and I want to talk about Sasha too, and I want to talk about Britt Baker. Here's the big difference. Okay. I'm gonna call it swag. I'm gonna call it just that—that that, the personality. When when Sasha Banks walked down to that wow. segment with with wow. Bailey, Sasha looked like ten million dollars. I, I she raised the bar. she like, five No, no, but look—you're talking about wrestling matches. Fucking put your match in your pocket. No match necessary. Sasha entered. Walked out, looked like a fucking million bucks. Five. She looked like a complete G. She looked like a certified G and a bona fide stud. She looked gangster as hell. She looked, she looked incredible. She was incredible. doing that. It was awesome. The outfit, the, the swagger, the confidence, the it. badassery. She looked sexy as hell. It just, it worked. It's her she time. Ha- she has something as a performer as a presence Mm -hmm. with automatic charisma now Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily love where sasha's at in general but that moment her just walking out and being her Mm -hmm. and fucking living in that energy is hell yeah but bailey bailey doesn't have that is what i'm saying okay you could change her hair and you could gussy her up, and you could make her do this and make her do that. Bianca Belair's got swag for days. I agree. Rick Baker's got swag. Sasha really I, – honestly, I turned on that TV, I saw Sasha, and I was like, incredible. oh, my God. I, I felt something. It wasn't like I was in love, yeah, but I felt unmoved. No, Sasha, I felt- yeah. Sasha Banks is like – I'm not even She's- shocked that they cast her in Mandalorian. Like, She has a great look. She has an awesome presence. Her gear right. is always fire. Now, last, now I'm saying like that, is mega, that is so important when you're talking about – what a wrestler is capable of. And what I'm telling you is that Bailey really doesn't have that Bailey is actually a huge, huge dork. Well, you know, she was a dork with the side pony. Now she's a dork pretending she's a tough guy, but you can tell she's like a little awkward, a little uncomfortable, a little dorky, a little out of her element, a little trying. I'm a tough, I'm bad girl. You know, it just doesn't feel right. Whether that's bad acting or just not having the charisma or the chops. What
1: flavor
0: oh, is lime, duh. Uh, there's all I feel like there's a clarity of Bailey's gimmick that I don't get where where there's a complete clarity in what Sasha is and I feel like she doesn't she's too busy pretending to be a, a Eddie Guerrero mark all the time where I'm like, "Yo, Sasha, you look like a mill. the legit boss gimmick is so good. Let me see you be a fucking boss like I agree. I think, I think I agree. she's always almost there. She has the potential to be like a, a in my mind like a huge crossover star. I think, but I think she might be taking that title at Hell in a Cell. I hope so. And I think that she really showed up on SmackDown. But again, (laughs) gimmick aside, booking aside, you're talking about, hey, her boss gimmick is so defined and yet she doesn't really lean into it. I agree. But I'm putting all that shit on the back burner. I'm strictly talking about natural animal magnetism, natural charisma. You know, just that thing that just makes someone watchable and fucking cool. She just looked cool. And Bailey yeah. has never actually embodied that. Like, if you look at a still okay. picture, a still picture of Bailey. I, she looks cooler when she's walking and talking and moving and being and flowing. You're like that chick. Fucking well, sucks, still, play, I, Bailey wore that like Cleopatra thing, which I thought looked really cool. She just then started calling herself a role model. It's it's all over the place, in my opinion. But Shebs, I do want to speak to one specific point here, and I think this is all in a broader conversation. Is it my SAT score? It's no, no, no I'm done with okay. your SAT. Okay, I really,
1: okay. all right, let's, Burn okay. Down.
0: Look, here's the deal. um, I don't want to talk about your SAT score for. Any more in my life, to be honest. Uh, but uh, okay, it was very um, high. But here's the deal: you always are, like talk about that animal magnetism and whatnot, and I agree with that. There are people who are Jim Carrey of wrestling, right? There are people like like you know, I bring up Jim Carrey because he's just like. A walking talent machine, right? Like he—he he can do anything. He can move anything. His body is a vessel for like he could like do whatever vision he has. He could do it, pull it off. He could do any voice, any impression. Like he's a machine, like a Bill Hader's like that too. That's why you know I know think that's a—that's why I think that's a bad example because that guy's talented. Find me someone who's not talented but a charisma machine, like a Keanu Reeves, who could do nothing, but like you still want to watch the guy. Okay, that, that's something. But there are people who have that, like Stone Cold. Can't do everything, but he still has a fucking presence mm-hmm. to Stone Cold. There's a there's mega a charisma. There's mega like charisma. A glow to him. Okay, yes, or an and, and coming from me, who's watched. I've watched almost all of his shitty movies for this undeniable podcast. star <laughs> quality. Yeah, <laughs> to me, something I really enjoy. Is seeing someone who doesn't have that succeed, which is what Daniel Bryan is. Like mm. I, I think someone. There's also people who put in the work and earn it, maybe from a, a less natural talent base. So like Daniel Bryan is not six four, he doesn't have a particularly like interesting look even. Mm. But uh, even like AJ Styles, right? who's like, when I, did, when I was 15 and he was a TNA, I was like, this guy can eat grass. I, <laughs> I think AJ Styles is a, is a really <laughs> great example because AJ Styles does not have that thing, but he's probably the most successful guy. with who He has some charisma. I'm not saying he has no charisma, but he doesn't have like Stone Cold, Rock, you know, Jim Carrey, Keanu Reeves charisma. I think right. Daniel Bryan might even have more like star quality charisma than AJ Styles. But think about the difference in 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 in. I love those talents. I look, time. I love them when they are able to I, I consider overcome. Edge it. To be one of those talents, also. Who? Edge, Edge is a guy who I thought was a jabron hmm. for a long time, and then I yeah, I think, think Edge Edge might be one of those guys. Edge he is was... one of those guys. So that's what I'm saying. Bailey is in that pile, but right, she ain't no motherfucking Edge man. Well, and she, she ain't hasn't no AJ. found the Rated R, thing, but, but she doesn't she's not even trying. But that's the thing. She doesn't write. She doesn't wrestle as good as AJ. She hasn't isn't as booked as good as Daniel Bryan and she sure as hell hasn't fucking found her fucking groove like Edge. Edge found something where Edge tapped in so good to his like real core
2: being.
0: He tapped in so good that he at times you forget that he doesn't have it. You for yeah. Edge, he, he, uh, okay. <laughs> Edge made you forget that he was kind of like a skinny bitch. Like Edge, the- Edge <laughs> made you feel like yo, I'm watching, I'm watching fucking The yo, Rock right now. Edge was Edge kept getting in trouble for juicing, and you couldn't even tell. I mean, like I mean, well, you, you just have to be like, man, you know what? Let this guy juice. I don't even want to think about what he'd look like without the juice. Be a scarecrow. Yeah, but Edge was like the worst wrestler for so long, and then just like found it, and is now it's like not one fair of to the greatest. The, it's not fair to say he's one of the worst wrestler. He was just a guy that had to do, had to work really, really hard to get over. Um, he so, he's a classic brass gra- uh, brass ring grabber. Right, he's a brass ring grabber. He's a worker. I mean, yes. he's very similar to what is, But the thing is, look, Bailey's been in the game long enough, and she's been given the opportunities. I just don't think she has see Edge was a smart enough performer I to find where he needed to go. I agree. I think the bar is is low right now. I think that's what Tula I think that's kind of what your beef is with Tula ultimately. And not that you have any beef, but Yes, my beef with Tulo is that uh, the bar not, is low. It's not your fault though, because like someone posted a picture that I saw the day. It was the Smackdown, it was a picture of the SmackDown main event. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it was the main event of a random SmackDown, and it was Rock, Stone Cold, Taker, Kane, Rikishi, <laughs> and Kurt Angle. Yeah. Okay, and Triple H as the special guest referee. Woo! That was what SmackDowns were. Like right now, wrestling, they don't that level of star quality. It just doesn't even you know, fucking
1: exist. I would I would say that this SmackDown roster is kind of spicy, though. When you got Roman, Seth. Yeah, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, you got some street profits. You got like a spicy little Rafa. Uh, oh, there, wow. There's a. There's a lot to so, love
0: Seth is so good. There's a lot of. Oh to man, love. No, a lot no, to love Ray and Dominic. So um, <laughs> Dominic, I'm, I'm, Dominic, by the way, is already one of two of those guys. I mean, you know? I'm not. Yuck. I'm not even going to talk about Dominic right now. I mean, I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> You're Dominic.
1: talking about the guy's fucking incredible.
0: Uh, okay. Dude, all right.
1: Shabiro, do you, you like, do, do you remember the fucking ass-beating that this guy talking. took? Do you remember the fucking ass-beating that I really, this guy I, took I, I have from a Brock que- Lesnar? I a, I serious Do you remember question, the ass-beating that this yeah, yeah, yeah. guy took from Brock Lesnar? Yes. In your wildest years, in your wildest years, you can never even imagine what that must be like to just be like, all right, my first bumps as a professional wrestler, I'm going to Suplex City. Can you imagine that? This guy well, Dominic never... does
0: have this chance to be like a Shane type. You there know, something cool. a real nice. There is something cool about Dominic Mysterio. Okay, I, I like at Summerslam. Okay, buddy, Seth I gave you the I gave you the courtesy of you barely your gave sentence. me. You've been
1: talking for a half hour. I yes, say four words. I can't Look. even fucking mark out for Dominic Mysterio without being shunned <laughs> to the fucking. <laughs> I mean, the guy is, is incredible. Let the ships let the man Mark out for Dominic. I can the same I thing Do you
0: want to make Aaliyah Dr. Mysterio Dr. one of your guys quick while you're at it?
1: No, she <laughs> needs a little bit more work. But
0: Aaliyah, uh, I like Aaliyah Mysterio better than Rey better than Ray Mysterio, <laughs> and definitely better than Dominic Mysterio. I really like, uh, I like uh, Aaliyah Mysterio. see Dominic and Rey got drafted together. <laughs> yeah, they were so excited. They could, whoever's pulling this, they could, they could, so the drafters could throw in Biggie to come with a new day, but they were able to rig it so that a singles wrestler could bring his kid you with him. You get drafted with your dad, it's like Obamacare. Like he's under 26, you still <laughs> be drafted
1: with your father.
0: No sense. Ugh. He's still claiming him on his tax return. That
1: I means you can be drafted together.
0: Look. So, look, Dominic Mysterio, there's a lot to respect there. I mean, there's a lot, look, the the easy cynical take is like, oh. <laughs> We're just oh. going right into Dominic? <laughs> the easy cynical take is, look, he's not actually that good of a wrestler. He wouldn't be anywhere near. The, he wouldn't even be sniffing this company if his father <laughs> wasn't Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Like, we know all that. I don't need to knock him for that, okay? The fact is he's showing up. He's taking <laughs> you his can fucking Seth. You can watch Seth walking through those matches also. There's, like, times where you see Seth. is just like, yo, uh, go for that. What did he say? <laughs> he like, said. He's, He's like, so Frog on. Splash, bro. Frog Splash, like, buddy. Frog Splash, <laughs> buddy. You can see him like yesterday. Like, Come on, so buddy. He's, He's like, like Frog really Splash, so- buddy. Go for it, man. Look, you got it. <laughs> I really knows how to wrestle. I think Rey Mysterio has worked hard enough for this business yeah. where the business can kind of give him you know uh subsidized education for his son right you get like free tuition you know he's like a legacy it's like look I want to create something for my kid and the business is happy to be like look we will hold this fucker's hand through his matches we will put him with Brock Lesnar arguing the toppest guy you know like we will give you whatever you want Ray because Ray Mysterio is a guy who you know he gave his life to the business for sure so I'm all for it I just but let's call a spade a spade it's not like the kid is like good i'm not like hey great this guy's here i mean he's just some fucking guy the storytelling has been really good and dominic's clearly giving it his all and you feel that passion he's doing a yeah job. yeah Now, but look here's the deal i don't see a lot of stuff that i'm into out of him like i don't i certainly don't see a lot of and look he's super young so obviously yeah. it's gonna be developed i have a lot of faith because you know he's gonna be starting so young at this level like i'm sure good things might happen for him but you know, there's no stitch. He'll definitely disappear for a year, come back huge. Right. right. Well, that's, he's got to put some size on. But that's when you're coming out of high school, like, when you're yeah. that age. He's 23. You know, he's not that
1: young. I mean, I'm just young, saying, but. but
0: I'm, if you look at, like, not 18, you know, yeah. Kevin Garnett in his first few years of the NBA versus yeah. the end, it's like you're going to come in a little bit underweight. That's fine. That's true. Anything's um, possible. I just, he definitely needs to put on some size. He needs to, you know, I would like to see a little bit more mic work out of the guy that's not uh, fucking cringeworthy. However, him and Aaliyah both are able to really dial up the tears. They could really get emotional. Mm-hmm. And I got to give him credit there for a little bit of acting work. I, I, I like you watching those to make two Aaliyah fight. Mysterio one of your guys? Absolutely. Okay. Aaliyah Mysterio, <laughs> one of my guys. Um, <laughs> Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy, by the way, what a kayfabe, lights out, shooter's list this guy has. He's taking down Leah Mysterio, a 19-year-old, coming off of being engaged to Alexa Bliss. This guy is a legend. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> all right, well... Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Why don't you shut up, Steve? <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> What? Uh, it, I want to ask you guys something. Where are you guys at? I'm gonna pivot to somewhere else, but just, yeah. just for time. Uh, uh just uh, where are you guys at on Goldberg coming back? Like whenever Goldberg comes up, do you I think there's so much hate on the internet for Goldberg coming back, and I'm always like, Yeah, I will Goldberg. say something. I'm always I will like, say something. No, yes Goldberg's back. <laughs> like, I'm the guy I'm like the guy everyone hates where I'm just like it's fucking Goldberg.
1: I think yeah. this, I think this COVID era wrestling now with the Thunderdome and everything going on. I think it's, anything is possible. I think if there was ever a time for Goldberg to succeed, it's now, you know? For some reason, I, like I just thought of it today, just with how everything's being shot and how they, there's no pressure because it's really not really even fucking in front of a crowd. It's You're starting to see like better storytelling and I feel like they can find something good for Goldberg now, which was always just felt like stupid and dumb when he came back.
0: Well, but he's not going to be like, getting involved in the storyline or he's just sort of like popping in for a little Goldberg stint. Just, like a little I mean like, it would what, be cool I what mean did he I do would on love SmackDown I didn't see I didn't see him didn't what see he, did he
1: do. I don't think he even did anything.
0: I thought was, but I'm saying you know when Goldberg for the premiere I saw the, the final match yeah. of, of SmackDown. Something
1: backstage or something. I don't it's know It's like
0: uh, dude, when Goldberg comes back though it's like a, it's like for six weeks tops. You know like that's I'm not just right. cool with that. ask me ask me Dan ask me what I think of Goldberg again. What do you think of Goldberg? Autographed Goldberg belts, bro. <laughs> Toy so, belts. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. what you think of him. You think about that you have his autograph. Jewish icon, one of the most uh, jacked, one of the most jacked Jewish people of all time. No, here's what I think about Goldberg. You I think Roman should beat the shit out of him.
1: That's what I think. Yeah, Chad sure. Why not? So, back. Yeah, I mean, I don't to, think they were supposed to wrestle
0: Mania. You know,
1: I don't think tattoo over his tribal. This fucking would be tattoo. listen, I, Goldberg versus Reigns now.
0: Now I'm interested in it. Sure. This version of Reigns versus Goldberg's sure. way more interesting than two, the Superman Reigns. Two yeah. immunocompromised dudes fighting it out in the corona pandemic. I love Why it. know, come out by for being just Jewish? <laughs> no, for being 50. old. And a guy who's over 65 <laughs> and a guy who survived getting luked up a couple times. Like, this is the battle of the corona. All right, look. Here's here's what I got to say <laughs> about Goldberg coming oh back. Okay? You slip in these lines. Yeah, okay. When I... You need me on that wall. You want me on that wall. All right, when I watch Goldberg, it reminds me now, look, of... I'm going to be a little bit biased. I love Goldberg. I think it's one of the best booking of all time, his WCW run. I think he's a legend. He was just cool. It was cool to just demolish motherfuckers, right? That was cool. And then be named Goldberg while doing it, it's such a mind fuck. I love it. Here's the thing. When I was in my heyday of wrestling, all right, which is like attitude era, Ric Flair was still around, and it was like... I was like, fuck this guy. I, I, I didn't really love him in 1992. I certainly wasn't around in the 80s and 70s watching. you know. And he was there rooting motherfucking star pushes in WCW. Him and Hogan were booking themselves to the moon. They were keeping their boot on Jericho's neck and all these younger guys. Like WCW sucks because all these old guys just held everyone back. And flares in the store. And his matches suck. And he's like in his 50s and 60s. You're like, Jesus, this is garbage. And then when he was in WWE later, it was like, uh, enough already. Like, evolution, it's garbage. I hated seeing him. I, I just didn't get him. I was like, this is over. Enough of this guy. But then he just kept sticking around for so much longer, still wrestling, that I was like, yo, whoa, like, what? what this is still happening? The guy's like – and I, I just became flat-out impressed. I just stopped being angry about, like, how it doesn't really make sense, and I just started being like, you know what? This is actually kind of fucking awesome. Like, who on earth? can do this except for this fucking guy who's just not going down without a fight like this guy and then when he had look we were talking about the the flair well brock run was oh you're talking about flair sorry i'm talking about flair so i'm just saying that like he just wouldn't go away despite it being a little bit too late for that shit and then just kept going and kept going and kept going until i just had to respect it right and i feel like that's maybe where we're going with goldberg it seems like he's a guy that's like he's a little bit too old to be like the guy who beats the fiend. You know, like, he's a little bit too old to, like, beat Lesnar. That, you know, that was but, insane. Right. It's <laughs> it's insane. But they keep doing it. And so at this point, I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? They just keep doing it. Like, give, in 10 years, I want this guy jackhammering, like, John Cena's <laughs> son. You know, like, I want this guy to show up no matter <laughs> what age at any moment in time and just take a fucking – take the world title off an otherwise undefeated guy again. And I'll just be like, you know what, bro? I'm with it. It's fucking great. It you, just you, is you know what it is. You know they did that twice. They did that, Kevin Owens. Remember the Kevin Owens? They just threw the Universal title on Goldberg. He took him out, and Love then it. he did it. To, then he did it to uh, Fiend. Also, like they just and Goldberg the, pops in and wins the title. I don't know more. He did it to Brock well, Lesnar. Yeah, but he didn't beat the title from take the title. Yeah, Yo, you know what? There. They threw the title on him last minute just for Mania two times. Yeah, but uh, it, yeah, it, that le- But the Lesnar Goldberg match was one of the best things they ever did. That was, was so amazing. fucking awesome. And then their Mania match was a blast. It was uh, awesome. I love that match. That yeah. was all killer, no filler. That was like a quadruple stuffed Oreo. Long. It was awesome. I call that match a quadruple stuffed Oreo. It's just cream, cream, cream. Spear, spear, jackhammer. F five, F five. It's just boom, bop, bop, bop. bop. It's awesome. Yeah, Goldberg. I think he went for a spear, and Brock jumped over him. Remember that? That was awesome, a good time. baby, yeah.
1: Um, what you call it? When's Bronco, Bailey yeah.
0: gonna put bring out? You guys out want to talk like AEW for a little bit? No, I would hold on one second. Love to.
1: Uh, shit! I was gonna say something. Now for oh, right, where would we be? Where would we be if? if COVID didn't happen and would Roman would have been in Goldberg and we probably would have never gotten this version of Roman Reigns. This, this,
0: that's a great call. Like, cause like it got us to this point, this version of Roman Reigns was a long time coming. It was always in their back pocket because yeah. everyone, it was
1: always this is like his Hollywood Hogan, right?
0: Right. Well, yes. But it was always being pushed as his babyface heel, even though it didn't make sense. He didn't feel like, I mean, babyface face uh, face. He didn't feel like a natural face. Anytime he would kind of be healy, it would, like, feel so much better. We always knew it was coming. And, in fact, I want one of the Marks who listen to this podcast to go back and find. Because I know for a fact me and Dan talks. Obviously, Dan has talked at length about Roman taking off the vest. But I know on this pod, we came to the conclusion, I believe it was me who did so, that Roman Reigns, when he finally makes that heel turn, that's when they're finally going to take the vest off of him. Because... Mm -hmm. That's just such a clean character shift. And then when he inevitably turns into a face again, they'll just throw that fucking best right back on. Best and they'll right be like, oh, on. yeah, everyone's going to pop like crazy because he's a good guy again, right? So this, this is such an, an obvious, like, uh, inevitable character shift that had to happen because everybody in the world wanted it. We all and, wanted to see Heel Roman. And all the kids who used to cheer for him and loved him, now they're all teenagers. So they're just, ready for a Heel Roman.
1: And just think about—I was saying it to Dan. I was like, just think about where they can go with this. They can go with this in one million directions. It's insane how awesome they can make this. Like now with him, they can bring back anybody that they want. They can tell yeah. any story that they want. This, this version is, of Roman is, is, yeah. Like this a,
0: version of Roman is is probably huh. the most successful thing of my catch up to wrestling. Was the yeah. was the 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 and again obvious as it may be, inevitable as it may be. But necessary is the Roman heel turn. We all wanted it, and it's been delivering. It's been phenomenal. You know
1: what I want to see so bad? I was thinking about. I yeah. want to see Roman Orton.
0: These oh two. yeah, uh, and like bo- both, not not like one goes babyface. I mean, like no, both no, no. Of them just heel like, versus heel. Yeah, but let yeah, me tell yeah. you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I. The the problem, mania, bro. That's mania. The, bro. The That's wall, mania. Orton <laughs> reigns. Orton, absolutely. The 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 wall that we've hit here, Dan. We talked about it in uh, part one of our unlimited parts uh, RKO analysis yeah, sub saga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The problem they hit with Orton is like he's a thirteen time champ. Triple H is fourteen, and then you got sixteen. You got Cena and Flair. There's there's only so many more runs they could even let this guy have because he's not even old yet. He'll be around for another fifteen years. So it's like. All these angles, it's like I think the work he's doing now, he should take the belt off of Drew McIntyre. They're not going to let him because right. they don't have the they don't have the Randy Orton runway for that. Like because at this rate, he'll be champ five more times. He doesn't deserve to have it more than Cena or Flair. So it's tough. But I want to talk Roman Reigns because I got a little bit of dream booking for you on Roman Reigns. Mm. We all love everything going on with Roman Reigns. The one thing that I've, we mentioned feels a little weird to me is. This how he keeps saying he's the tribal chief, he's the tribal chief. It works. I like yeah. it. It just feels slightly, like, ethnocized. Like, it seems a little bit uh, not. You, if you say tribal chief three times in two paragraphs, it's odd. It seems a little <laughs> bit too much that they're shoving that down. Hey, I'm the so tribal much- chief. And like I, it sounds a little goofy almost because it sounds like I'm, um, you know, cartoonishly like in like Looney Tunes cartoons when they show like a jungle kind of thing. Yeah, like, like it's, it's a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit bump for me, a li- but not not too much. I still think it's right. So they need to earn the tribal chief. And what I want for him more than anything, what I've always wanted for him, what I've been wanting for him since since when he was the most annoying guy in my life five years ago or six years ago, is heel stable. Get the Usos as his enforcers. Call that sta- that stable the tribe or the tribal council or whatever. Or whatever, the Samoan tribe. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Now calling him the tribal chief doesn't feel so weird.
1: Give him the face paint back, too.
0: Well, I, he doesn't need the face paint because let me tell you. No, no, you. Oh, give Usos? The Usos the face absolutely, paint. Absolutely, absolutely. But let me tell you, Roman Reigns, I've seen a lot of Samoans wrestle shirtless, baby. I've seen yeah. a lot of Samoans out there. Roman Reigns has got the best tribal tats in the Samoan ecosystem, in probably all, all of Earth. He's got is that tattoo he's some suck. really great work on they it. They gave him the setup he deserved. You know when people get tattoos and you're like, ah, that's this not the, the, the setup he deserves. I mean, you know who comes to mind? Unfortunately, it breaks my heart every time. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah. you know, when he overdid the Brahma Bull with that sort of like uh, high-detail bull skull, it's just that's not the ink he deserves. You know, uh, a lot of guys get ink that just doesn't... That tattoo in. is awful. It's awful, let's be honest. But Roman Reigns' work, that is the caliber of work that he has earned and he deserves, and it looks great on him. Yeah. I insane. love seeing his body, and I love seeing his ink. I think the Samoan tattoos are the best-looking tattoos. Well, I'll tell you what. They look what, extra what good. culture has better tattoos? They look really good on someone who's actually Samoan or Polynesian. Like, yeah. it's a little bit wacky when it's like, what's up, like it's meek. This- yeah. People have pictures of white guys with those. With Absolutely. Like, like, hey, tattoos. like Chad and Kyle found themselves in between, like before they went to law school and they traveled to like, uh, you know, American Samoa. And they just decided to get like the the hand banged, you know, the wood thing with the hammer. I, I think Angelina Jolie got some tattoos done that way too. Uh, and they're just like, yeah, you know, I just really connected. You uh I need find to yourself
1: check. cheering for uh i think her tattoos look cool actually but i don't know what they uso when he fucking when he actually like got at roman there with the fucking slap and then and then the super um, kick i mean it was I cool felt myself, i actually felt myself i was like come on loose i was, like, I was like oh shit i'm like whoa it he, worked. He, <laughs> i know? think
0: it's good i mean i'm surprised that Jey uso can carry this thing but it's just such so, the booking and the writing is just too sweet to be sour. Like it's unknockable. Like he could be doing yes. a way worse job than he's doing. He's and it would so still good. be amazing, but he's doing a really good job. Well, I got to
1: think about it though. It's all real. It's kind of for sure. Like for sure. All, he's the twin. He's the the younger, you know, the other brother, like the the other cousin, you know, like it's just, it it just all is actual kind of real shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Easily be real. So when it's relatable and it's, and it's work and it's kind of, you can be like, oh, this is kind of how it could really be. That's when wrestling is like. It's, it's like, yeah, just look, too it's good. perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect
0: work shoot, right? Like it's like right. like you always want to walk away from wrestling. You know it's script. It is the kind of, I always say this. It's what's really difficult to explain to people about what's so much better about wrestling than other shows is like that work shoot element of like you believe there's a chance they actually feel that way. Like you right. actually you you believe it. And like a guy like Randy's always a guy I point out cuz like you you do kind of believe he has this ego. Where he kind of would want to beat up these legends, like it's kind of believable mm. that that he would that he would do that. It is so not crazy to me how much Randy Orton is maybe my favorite wrestler of all time. I fucking love <laughs> Randy Orton. I love what this is guy. Your, what, what, what would you if you had to give your list, Chad, your top five wrestlers of all time? Not not Mount Rushmore. Nothing. Just so, your guys. Well, you look, like, uh, like uh, I always Rock, say, like, I love Goldberg so much, right. but I know that he's nowhere near the top. Right, 50 right, best right. wrestlers. So. You're talking about like my my favorites. Or just oh, what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you like? I mean, look. The, the problem is like the Rock is just has the top spot forever and always. Like I've been down since day one with that motherfucker. Right. Uh, the Rock is the best, right? The Rock. Same is way incredible. I'm down
1: with Dominic Mysterio. You know, gotta get. Yeah, I guess. Right? I mean,
0: we could talk in thirty years to see if your guy is the fucking president, but the Rock <laughs> certainly will. Be. Um, probably my best. My probably my number one favorite wrestler of all time. If I just to be honest, is. Yeah. Probably Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's just why like not? when I was a kid, I, 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 the way I looked at Ultimate, I was like, he's the best. He was so fucking yeah, cool. Sure, and yeah. I, you can it's nothing I could do about that. No, and and you shouldn't. And th- that's the beauty <laughs> of wrestling. Shawn Michaels
1: just, was that for me when I was a kid. I just felt yeah, like he was the coolest. Yeah, I, never, human as being a kid, I didn't.
0: I, I liked Shawn as an adult. As a kid, I didn't get it. I could never small. vibe. He was too small. He was too for too small. Yeah. Well, you like you like those big '80s '90s powerhouses. Yeah, yeah, so, I love the. Huge but wrestlers. I've got my own issues with Sean. We don't need to get into, it, but he's obviously a legend and an incredible. Perf- we love Sean, but but not me. I don't love him. Um, but we got uh, the Rock. Absolutely, Randy Orton could be number two or three. I mean, uh, Scott so rock Hall. One Rock. Rock one, one. at Hall. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, probably my number two. I I famously loved him so much as a kid because he was the only wrestler with chest hair like my family. Like I was like, oh yeah, this guy's like me because he's got a chest hair. I didn't and have. You chest- also pretended to be Cuban, right? Your family. Yo, would they, uh, yeah, yeah, we did that. A hundred percent, we did that. That's what we did because we had to hide our ethnicity because they were. What happened is they uh, yeah. exported. Or they they uh, dispelled all the Jewish people from. Iraq at some point in Spain and yeah. so we went to Cuba <laughs> it's fine you don't need to that bit All we right, are so, Cubans uh, Razor Ramon number Razor two, Ramon, number three? Razor the Ramon, Rock, Ramon Razor Ramon number three, and number three is probably Orton for you well I got Cody in there Cody is a big guy for me um Dusty is a big guy for me and Cody is a big guy for me and I can't deny my love of Jericho either Jericho is just so supreme. So supreme. But let's just call the five Rock, Orton, Razor Ramon, and Jericho and Cody. Okay. you can, By the way, you can change it. So it's fine. Too low. If you had to give your five. What would your five be?
1: Uh, probably Rock, Stone Cold, um, HBK. I loved Razor Ramon as a kid. So Razor Ramon.
0: Hard not to. Is that
1: fine? I mean, such a cool guy.
0: You're talking about like a guy who just is fucking cool. That's not all. That's Razor Ramon. I think that for me, I think it's got to be, I I think I have to follow a little bit of the WWE draft rules. And I have to go like, if I'm fully honest, you're talking about my full Mark Dome. Right. It's probably like one Ultimate Warrior, Sure. two Rock, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Three Stone Cold. Why not? For just DX.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so like, true. You can't,
0: you can't deny like, so how important. DX was so DX important was huge. to me. DX was huge. But the problem that I say with DX, <laughs> though, out of everything that I love yeah. about wrestling, the one thing I know hold doesn't hold up is <laughs> D- uh-huh. DX sucks. DX up. absolutely fucking sucks. Cause I wish I could say it was, I would love to say it was NWO or like Hollywood Hogan, but I was right. so much more into DX. I <laughs> just be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. we, we actually, Dan, you and me, yeah. we weren't actually actively watching wrestling when NWO first popped. Like we, like, just dipped out and then dipped back. Right. After the waves of NWO happened and everyone's like, kind of like with Bullet Club, where no one knew what the fuck was going on in NJBW except for except like biggest marks, right. except for me. And then obviously when Bullet Club happened, about like six months in it started we started catching wind of it famously on this podcast obviously right. i'm the first guy that any of you know who bought a bullet club t-shirt even though i've never seen a match of theirs but i was like something's going on over there and i won in mm. now, you, you bought that bullet club shirt so early that was- yeah because i knew the guys i mean these the aren't street nicknames whisperer. i am the street whisperer you think yeah. they don't have streets in tokyo how do you mm. think you get to the tokyo dome you got to drive your space car on a street Dude, I've actually been to the Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, and, and did you notice all the streets around them? I did, yeah. And Did you, the West, right? did you actually, have your ear? Did you have your ear to the fucking streets like I do? I should have. I, I fucked that up. But you don't and I do. So that's the thing. <laughs> NWO like we caught that something was going on. We were like, yo, something's going on over there. It was NWO. Like, the way I caught Bullet Club, we as, like, residual wrestling fans sensed that there was the NWO happening. We're like, we got to figure out what's going on here in wrestling. And then Stone Cold was happening on the other side. And then we're like, we got to get back in there. Right. And then we just all jumped back in. And I was lucky that I happened to jump back in right when The Rock was, was showing up. Um, who's, I didn't get my number five, but it might be or, over. Or, or over Orton. time. I love it. it, it I love it over Orton. time. Like if you just think about the amount of years that I've enjoyed the guy's work, but I don't know. I don't know if, uh, you know, I'd have to think about it more, but like, I like Orton way more than I liked, uh, like undertaker. Well, but that's all you know, like, yeah, yeah. But that's you know the thing I mean? for me, the tough ones are like the guys I listed, particularly like Jericho. I, cause Jericho, like I just haven't, my respect for him just keeps growing, but it's like, Really like heart of hearts guys, I truly love. Like Undertaker was one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid. Like I loved him. Mankind, yeah. Mick Foley, I absolutely love. Like I love him. I love him. Yeah, but I think, okay. I, think, I think I yeah, I think Seth by the end of his career will be in my top five favorite wrestlers. Sure. Why, not? Um, Why not? Just from thirty one. I was on, thinking like that I too. Should, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, and I think the Messiah gimmick he's doing like, like I mean, I wish they would give him better music, but uh, like making his song a little. Less first drafty and not I mean, just
1: Bailey song. But I, gotta tell I, you, they, I don't Bailey know why coming out this week. <laughs> they have the same exact song. Yeah, I don't I know why. He- the, who was it? Oh, Jeff Hardy or whatever it was. I was like, why is Bailey coming out or whatever why? the scenario was? I was like, why? why
0: can't Seth Rollins get this guy's have his old fucking music and just still be called the Monday Night Messiah? I don't like- know. Like or why can't he do like a fiend remake of his old music that has like a little bit of a, a different vibe, but it's the same thing. I agree, thing.
1: and and I I get taking out. I would take out
0: the burn it down because burn it yeah. down was like kind of a representative of his old
1: thing he was doing. I gotta so, be honest,
0: I actually like I prefer burn it down, Seth Rollins, to Monday Night Messiah. Although I, I mean I appreciate the the fun of it. I I like burn it down, Seth, better. I, I how mean, fun was it to scream burn? The best it down? version of yeah. It. Uh, screaming burnt down is one of the cool. It's one of the most fun things. Man, to do it got so When you're loud. there live, you scream it fucking loud. Well, and- it look, really dude.
1: got fucking shitty though after he beat Lesnar at Mania. That's when it started to die down on him. But be leading up to that part, it was fucking loud as shit. Man, Money in the Bank and all that stuff.
0: But the thing with the thing with Seth is the. Uh, The Messiah gimmick, I really think that if he was in front of a crowd, I think he's one of the guys hurt the most by the pandemic. I think this would be going super well. I think mm-hmm. he'd be getting so much yeah, kill heat. But, I agree. So I think he's one example of a guy who's being hurt by the pandemic and is doing right. actually, like, top-level work. Especially, I'm always impressed by guys who are doing great work who are not in title pictures, you know? Yep. Um, like, Miz is a great example of this, except for, right. like, this is the worst kind of Miz zone. They just put him in, like, the Otis goof zone. Right. Like, mm-hmm. It's such a waste of his talents. Right. I like Nazi Miz, you know what I mean? But, uh, 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 but... So, uh, so I'm saying, I think Seth's doing great work, but yes, like architect Seth is the best. And I'm not even sure we needed this beside thing as much as like, it's fun. It's cool, but it's a little high concept. I, I, I do think it works and I like it. I'm glad he did it. But like, I hope he settles into just being like architect Seth for a longer period of time. Well, they're never going to not call him the architect, right? Like that's a nickname that's like always going to follow him. So he could always just dip back to that. Right. You know what Seth is really, what we really need out of Seth? But. It's like a nice chunk of paternity leave. And then he just dips out and, and comes back. to going to happen. Like, that's why he's not in title pictures or anything. That's what I'm saying. Really so bad, I think bro. it's, I think he's earned, you know, he's the guy who, who's earned the right to kind of take off a little bit. So I think that you give us a little bit of time away to really miss him. By the way, I mean, Seth and Roman feud stuff could be so yeah. incredible. Like, you know, I'm thinking next
1: SummerSlam for that now.
0: Okay. Seth, <laughs> Seth Roman is going to be sick. Um, that that Seth Roman will be oh that will be fantastic. Can you imagine if I mean, Seth wins the Rumble I this year? Talk about like when Becky comes back, how big that's gonna be. Yeah, it's Becky's, gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. I hope they they put in like motherhood into part of her gimmick like she's like i'm one bad mother or something like that
1: yeah mother well, totally Lasser. Well,
0: i think her being a mom is totally gonna fit perfectly into well, her i also like you know i think that it's important to note that like you could be a fucking ass kicker and also be someone's mom a i think it'd be kicker? good for mom you could be a last she's kicker. a last kicker oh, so it'd be great God. if she like comes out like washes people's mouth out with soap for like hey you don't <laughs> use dirty words This song is so bad, terrible, actually <laughs> terrible. what <But> <laughs> if it gets even worse, <laughs> yikes! Is this um? You? All right, all uh, right.
1: sounds else like you guys uh, Wanted
0: to make sure we hit on this episode. Yes, I think we want it on this episode. We didn't even get to AEW. We got to get into <laughs> a couple things about. Okay, fine, chef. WWE, just to just I gotta I'm gonna run through in my return uh, this is my to wrestling. favorite
1: part about when Chev's runs through all of his things that he wants to talk about. I
0: got to run through a couple things. I, no, no, okay, okay. Look, gone. I've been gone. I got drafted. Okay. Uh-huh. I, look guys, uh, I haven't bad. been here. I was a surprise draft pick back to the comedians of wrestling. Okay. okay. Dan black specifically drafted me in conjunction with the raw and smackdown mm-hmm. draft. Okay. That's why I'm here. So my return to wrestling, I've got a lot to catch up on. I had to catch up. I'm back. I'm in. I just give you a quick lay of the land. The fiend, doing incredible work so some of the Mm -hmm. most exciting stuff happening is the fiend i'm just talking about wb it's the fiend Mm -hmm. great i think alexa with the fiend is just it's cool it works i'm excited i don't know what's going on but i'm into it Mm -hmm. um drew mcintyre is holding it down he's doing solid work randy orton of course is is fucking shooting the goddamn lights out Um, there was a poker game with a bunch of legends, uh, after they all teamed up on Randy Orton that obviously made no sense. There was, it was wrestling poker logic where the cooler <laughs> of the guy you are, the more fantastical your hand is. Ric Flair just got dealt a, royal plus flush in, in five <laughs> stud poker. That means they just give you five cards. That's it. Five <laughs> up, five down spades, baby. Um, so <laughs> there's been some weird shit, but obviously I think Orton's been doing fantastic. Work. I loved night vision Orton. That's when Orton comes back with night vision goggles, dressed like that. a fucking, dressed like a, a janitor. A
1: sodium, yeah.
0: There was not- no reason for him to be a janitor, by the way. <laughs> Dude, and who was the one who threw a can at him, like, in some other promo? Like, there was some guy just threw something down the hall at the janitor, and you just knew that janitor is like, some, that's something. Something's going on over there. But why did he need to be a janitor? He's allowed, he's allowed in the building. <laughs> no, because and- he told he told everyone he left. He was like, look, I'm leaving for the day. Look, I'd love to sit here and challenge Drew McIntyre, but I've got things that I got to do. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I still <laughs> loved it. I think it was great. It, it was incredible. off the lights and pulling a fucking silence in the lamps. Oh, uh, it was incredible. Night Vision Orton is the fucking shit. Loved it. Fiend's crushing, (laughs) Alexa's crushing, Orton's crushing, all the usual suspects. Bailey's shit in the goddamn bed. Roman is probably, while not my favorite stuff going on, like I I think the Fiend is a little bit more exciting to me, Roman is definitely doing the most important and and like it is the best stuff. Like what Roman's doing is the best thing. It had to happen. It's uh, it's going great and um, the only weird thing is he seems to have gotten some veneers. Uh, Yes. I don't know if we've talked about that. We've talked about it uh, at length. Maybe I don't say that. too much talking about it. I've got no problem with them. It's fine. I'm just curious. I'm so used to already. Uh, they look fine. The
1: debut, <laughs> the debut of them, the first night was like it, it they was, were was they was were ter- insane. It,
0: it was a little jarring, but now so they were fresh. But, but the thing is, his teeth were good. He before? got the best guy in Florida to do his teeth. That's but wasn't his teeth <laughs> already good? Like he didn't have weird teeth to me. I just thought I they he's looked- trying to do movies and shit. You know what I mean? So he think he's just trying to get. Perfect yeah, but that's that's like what that's like. That's the wrong way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't need to do that, pal. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Heath Slater is obviously gone. That's yeah. a shame. Do <laughs> t- you want to talk about AEW? No, no, no. I also got to say something. To this Jinder Mahal is is where is he at? You said he's injured and I mean, he's getting was jacked? Injured. He was injured, but then he's, he's. I saw him working out on Instagram. So, you, But is he still under contract with WWE or did they cut him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's still is. I was that. hoping that he was going to be a surprise entrance to the draft and they were going to call it uh, a gender reveal party. Whoa. That's Whoa. when he goes off. <laughs> that's when Jinder – because Ginder does this every once in a while. Jinder <laughs> – nothing special. <laughs> that's really funny. But ginder <laughs> sometimes no, he'll, he'll jim- disappear. Jinder Mayhal sometimes disappears, and then he just gets jacked out of his motherfucking
1: mind. He got – last year. Last year he got drafted. He wasn't even back. He was just like, oh, Jinder got drafted. Exactly. Everybody's like, what? and he gets drafted because he's so
0: goddamn jack and then when he comes back and you get you, when you get that first look at him with like that extra 20 pounds of muscle that's the gender reveal so his gimmick should be that he, he has the, the, gender <laughs> the gender reveal gender party gender
1: reveal party is yeah. so funny yeah that's so funny and
0: he comes out like pink and blue tights like split yeah. screen and you don't know which one you're going to get and then he just comes nails it All right great that's my pitch for gender <laughs> i love that okay um What else is going on in WWE that we need to touch? Uh, Keith Lee looks to me and sounds to me like Uncle Phil. I think he's soft as fuck. I think he's a great in-ring performer, and that's where it ends. I am almost vomited when they let him beat Randy Orton twice. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, He's got a lot of work to do. I understand why he's lovable and good, but if you hear this guy cut a promo and you don't want to jam a fork into your ear... Then you must have it on mute. <laughs> his promos are stiff. I'll, uh, his promos are. He a little sounds stiff. like when Uncle Phil was lecturing Will Smith about why you don't need to, you know, pretend you have, uh, you drive a fancy car to impress a girl at school. It was always, it's, it's just like a, it's like, it's, it's bad, man. He has why no. He love me, man. He's got yeah. He's got nothing to offer on the microphone. It is awkward and strange and silly, and he looks like a teddy bear. He legitimately looks like someone. I, I love you. Fake face swapped. Uncle Phil onto, like, a big, strong wrestler. Okay. I think my, my beef with uh, – I, I, whatever. We talked a lot about uh, Keith Lee. Do you want to get to AEW before we bounce? The Legion or is stupid. We- his outfits are disgusting. He looks like a <laughs> fool always. He's packaged impossibly. He has thinning hair all over his head, like how Arlen had after college. Like, it looks like a baby. It's not good hair. He needs to shave it. There's nothing that guy's gonna fizzle the fuck out so hard. That, guy, if, that guy's so impressive in ring and's got literally nothing else to offer. That is exactly what happened with Ricochet, and it breaks my heart. It broke my heart with Ricochet. It's gonna break all your hearts with Keith Lee, but I don't get broken twice. You fool, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me, you can't get fooled again. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's that's what Bush said, right?
0: Yeah, that's a George Bush quote. Fool me once, shame, shame on me.
1: All right, me I say we time. save
0: AEW for another, we do another I pause. don't say we save AW for another week. I have a couple things I got to say about AEW, real quick, okay? <laughs> I just need to tell you. That all right, production- well, no, no, let's pause quick. <laughs> Why? I got to pause quick. Why? Because I have to pee. Well, then say, oh, I have to pee. <laughs> I got to take a pee break, but I want to be involved in the AW comic. How long has this episode been so far? <sighs> uh, I don't know. It's fine. I'll, I can edit this. I'll just, make uh, it quick. I'll make we'll it quick. Go, uh, I- all right, quick pee break yo oh, Pee Pee. <laughs> yeah, I got pee. What are you gonna do what yo, are you gotta do? Yo,
1: last pee-pee? time last time he did this, he came yeah. back early and was talking shit about me before uh wow. before we went back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does this he does this thing where he like talks shit about me like when I'm not paying attention. So, so like Yeah, we went to go take piss breaks and he yeah. got back before me and he was like, Yeah, I'm just uh I'm, I'm, I'm just going to like, yeah, no, Tool is completely wrong about all that shit. Oh,
0: to the to the pod. Like, he just, like, yeah, yeah, extra yeah. words in without you yeah. to defend yourself.
1: And, then, like, I wouldn't watch it because I really liked our last episode. So I like to re-watch it to see how it looks on YouTube. Yeah, sure. And – uh it's
0: dishonorable.
1: It's a dishonorable this, move this by him. fucking – yeah, this guy's fucking t- – he always – but you saw what he did with us. Like, he was trying to start things between us. He's a shit star, man. <laughs> he, he's always talking all this trash about me. And saying, like, how I, I'm like, I don't care, and this and
0: that. Well, look, Tulo, I think he like, loves you. I think I love you. We all love you.
1: Talks a lot of shit, man.
0: You are the market tech. You have to understand in our friend group, We, I mean, we have Arlen in there. We have some of the most negative yeah. people. Like, our language of love is busting balls and talking uh, shit and being like, you're fucking crazy. It's like he like you forgets,
1: well, forgets that I have the briefcase, too, you know? So it's like. Ooh, that's something to be said. You know what he said about me the other day? He goes, yeah, I got to be honest with you. Probably. Well, you know, if you were to cash it will be yeah, gotta be honest, bro. What? 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 An end well for you, you know? Okay. Feeling, okay. It's like, it goes like He "I'm feeling pretty, I'm pretty I'm jacked." Well, you he has be, like, been. He some put kind on, of foreign object.
0: He definitely put look on this. 14 pounds of muscle, look like Cody. Flex.
1: Look at these. Look at this. I don't even know what this is right here. Yeah. Look no, Dan's I'm put not on
0: not a, some muscle, man. You gotta be careful. You, you know, look. I, I, I almost price. forgot you know, the because before the pandemic, I mean, things were pop. It was gonna be Calmania too. Like we like There was a lot of speculation a lot of rumors and innuendo around Man. what were you going to do with the briefcase um there was a lot going on i mean with hassan getting injured uh, you know, letterman, hassan. like things were going crazy before that before calmania some actually think that letterman is behind the whole corona pandemic as a way to sort of put off calmania too
1: wow i, I couldn't agree more actually.
0: i don't know it's a, it's a conspiracy theory
1: you know it's a I like to talk to letterman you got to talk to letterman every once in a while and just like pick his brain and see where he's at. you know
0: with the like with the matches i mean everything cooled that look look things tensions ran a little bit high obviously once the pandemic happened like everything got neutralized
1: right? you, know, uh, you know that title is things a are, crazy title man it makes you do crazy shit
0: right but then once you know you, you know your life is in jeopardy and the whole fate of the human you know you're like hey look people are dying it, though there's some things bigger than just a little a little gold belt you know like I mean, we're I'll all friends to here and uh mm-hmm. you know there's wildfires going on there's all sorts of you know, civil unrest going on in this country. There's all sorts of you know crazy election coming up. There's a, a virus killing hundreds of thousands of people. I think everyone just said, you know what? Let's it would not worry be about pretty cool Bells. though,
1: like through all that though. I just rolled up at his place and just fucking tuck him down. <laughs> well, you, know? look, you have
0: the, the you have the briefcase, so the option is yours. Oh man! You can, take... and by the way, flights are open. You can fly to L.A. Oh,
1: sh- hey, Let's what's say. up, man? What's going on? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Tula, yeah. I
1: saw I saw you talking about how you. I- <laughs> I was seeing if you would notice when I talk shit about you on that last <laughs> <laughs> I mean
0: I barely talked any shit. I just thought it was funny. It's a great cover. I think you meant every word, I and mean, I think it's a great cover to tell Tulo that you were just you knew and you did it because you know he knew. Yeah. That's all. We're talking about AEW. Is there anything you want me to leave in that you guys said that was funny? All of it. All Should of I it. leave it all in? The whole thing. Sure. Even that twenty second pause. Okay. Yeah. A, uh, a, <laughs> AEW so, Shebs, uh, well, let's talk about AEW for a bit. Tulo has been pretty critical on the Patreon episode of AEW as of late. Um, how are you feeling about AEW? Um, had been catching up. AEW is incredible. Okay, it's so much fun. It's so awesome. It reminds me so much of back in the day, pre two thousand, when there was another big promotion when you had WCW and and. and wwe i didn't even really like wcw that much there was some great stuff it's great to have a number two in there too there's just that threat of yo i could go somewhere else if this isn't working i mean how many guys showed up there and it's been fucking incredible how good has jericho been when miro showed up when rusev showed up yeah. i i came in my pants it was he looks so good and he's so free and he's just having a fucking yeah. blast i cannot the sky is the limit for this guy I don't what? like what they're doing with him in AEW, but I like it. Sky's I love that he's limit? over there. Um, he's got the official AEW haircut beard combo. It's a short, blonde, bleach blonde hair with a beard. He has it. Stu Grayson has, No, not Stu Grayson. The, the, the Blade Evil has Uno? it. Evil Uno? No, the Blade has it. Nero has it. When you go to AEW, you bleach your hair blonde, you cut it short, <laughs> and you grow a beard. Brown. That's the look. I, look, I mean, they let couldn't me tell you. Buddy, have, buddy, have, buddy have, you're going to tell, tell me. You're going to tell me. How great Bailey's been. Miro's been there for three weeks. You're not giving yeah. him a fucking chance. You gave Bailey no. seven years to have a half a fucking match. And I you're not gonna give Miro the really benefit of the doubt. I dislike what Miro's doing in AEW. I, I dislike love, it so I much. I love what he, he looks, looks like, although his gear is Jabron's own. I just the fact don't think he's a video gamer over there. It's not my bad. That's at not all. guys. You guys are I can't, I don't even know who I'm talking to. Are you wrestling fans? Do you know what wrestling is? Wrestling is 75% a waste of your fucking time. Okay. He's gonna. Take months to find out this gimmick. For everybody who's ever apologized or sympathized with the Dark Order and said it's not that bad, whoever's like, no, 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 but they'll do this. It'll... Then no one has any right to say shit about Miro. In those three weeks, he's done more interesting or fun stuff than the Dark Order has in their entire time. I, I mean, like the Dark Order, but they, they stopped trying. with the, they I, Look, all I'm saying trying. is this. The guy's been there for a fucking minute. They haven't even had the bachelor party yet. He had a segment where he's in an arcade and Billy Mitchell from King of Kong shows up next to him and agrees, and agrees to help him plan a bachelor party. You're going to tell me <laughs> that this isn't exciting? Are you out of your fucking no, mind? I, I do like that. I just think that it, my it's thing would be like, okay, okay, okay. I, That is. Tulal, cool. have you seen the King of Kong? No, it's a co- documentary co- about Donkey Kong. So that's the thing. It. So that's why you didn't – it was over – it was out of your jurisdiction. Right. Here's the thing. In AEW – and I'm not saying it's a great segment, and I'm not saying Miro's been crushing it, and I'm not saying, oh, my God, everything they do is incredible. But what's exciting about having that number two, what's exciting about having a non-WWE alternative, okay, is that those guys are just going to do whatever the fuck they feel like trying to do that they can figure out – like Jericho. And Jericho's doing
1: what he decided to do. Like, I mean, Buddy, let me finish.
0: Jericho did a Mimosa Mayhem match. That's so goddamn funny. Who cares if it's successful? We got Bubbly. You got Orange Juice. That's Mimosa. Let's make it a match. And they let him do it. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Miro, I, I like the idea more than I like that actual match. That, but, but that's I, what's I, important. I love that they let him do but it. But that's which is what's important. important. But guys... I'm talking to the fucking circles here. Wrestling is bad. 75% of it is going to be a miss. It's going to suck a lot often. But because they have that freedom, when they swing that big and it actually hits, it is going to go so much fucking further out of the park. It's going to blow your goddamn mind. Okay? If you're saying that Bailey is going to surprise you with something and, oh, her great day is going to well, no, come. Dude, dude, I completely agree with you in the sense that, like, let's look, talk about Miro as, as an example. Okay. I agree that he's better off uh, not being booked by Vince than he is doing like trying his own thing what I'm saying is that I always find that he always has this layer of like I'm like being funny a little bit of detachment from his strength that I don't like that reminds me of like late rock work you sure, know what I mean sure Where, but I'm if like, you're I want willing, more commitment I'm just saying. All the time, I get shit from all you fucking Mark-ass tricks and Mark-ass bitches because I don't give this a chance or that a chance. What I'm saying is I'm willing and able and Gable to give Miro a chance. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's perfect right now. I'm saying this guy, I'm going to give a chance. This guy shows up looking like that, that much lean, like shredded it up and also super jacked, in ring looking incredible. He's sporting the right haircut. Bleach blonde short crop with a brown beard. He's got what, Billy, uh, he's got Billy Mitchell in there, and he's just going for it. I'm saying, yo, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I like what's on the table, and I'm ready to well, eat. Rusev
1: was like the number one guy. I was saying they should sign. I was like, a
0: hundred percent, and cry. they signed him. And yeah, guess what? They're letting him fuck around with video games for a couple of weeks. Fine, that's not gonna be his gimmick. Tulo, just to just to fill you in and to what's fill his in any gonna be? to fill in anybody who doesn't know what the King of Kong is. Okay, yeah. and Dan, by the way. Now that Billy Mitchell has been on AEW, the King of Kong can be in the. Did he get canceled or something, series. Billy Mitchell? Billy Mitchell got canceled the second he got famous. Everyone's like, "Yo, that guy's an asshole!" Like, <laughs> yeah. no one. He was never not canceled. Yeah. Billy Mitchell Tulo, and for everyone listening, there is a documentary called "The King of Kong." I think it won Donkey an Oscar, Kong. right? I don't. It should have. It, it was is one so of the. Good. It is one of the best documentaries ever. It is about the competitive world of Donkey Kong record breaking. So it's basically <laughs> two guys are going neck and neck to see who could out record the other at Gongti Kong, like the eighties OG video game, right. On arcade. Mm-hmm. Trying to the kill screen. Right. Trying to get a kill screen on Kong. And one guy is like this great guy has some kids. He's like a yeah. good dude. He's had a tough life. Like, you know, he was one of those guys who just like, never, every time he had a chance to make it, like something just kind of went wrong. And like, his life was just okay, but he's really obsessed with Kong, and he's, and he's doing it. And he found a way to get the record. Then there's this other guy, Billy Mitchell, He's the villain of the movie. He used to have the record. And he's got... He's, he, he was the guy next to Miro in the arcade. He's got, like, long, straightened AJ Styles black hair with an American flag tie, and he's, like, cheating in the movie, and he's, like, sticking his minions out to, like, fuck with the guy's machine. He's, like, a legit villain in the... But for real, in real life, because it's a documentary, yeah. trying to, like, fuck with this guy's... Or say, like, yo, that's not legit. I think he was cheating. I think he had a this thing in his machine. It's such a great documentary. You would never imagine that this story would be so captivating, but it is. And Billy Mitchell is the main villain of the documentary, and he showed up in the arcade next to Miro, and he was like, Oh, I'll help you plan the Bachelor Party. It's exciting. It's cool. It, I'm glad they could do shit like that. Jericho 30, I'm glad they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna give Jericho a whole episode of just celebrating. It was incredible. I loved it. It is fun. I, my point with AEW is, and we're too low, and I get into it, is that I find NXT to be kind of boring. Like, it has great matches, blah, blah, blah. But, like, AEW, there's a shoddiness to AEW that is, like, a black... It feels like if we had a camera when we were in coming up in UCB. Sure. And we just were, like, filming every show we did. And sure. some of them were shit. Sure. And they were slapped together. And I was like, let's try that. tries that. And then when they... When they succeed, it's like from this raw place that WWE never has. But I don't think WWE should def- not even necessarily be that. Like WWE being a super polished produced product, there's a real world for that. So for I sure. love that AEW, I love where wrestling is settling into now where WWE's got their, both NXT and WWE main uh, roster have got their production level high, high, high. That's what you get from WWE you know, and then AEW starting to look a little shantier, a little WCW. Look, you know? I agree 100%. Here's yeah. the thing here's the two phases of the pandemic with wrestling, okay? Yeah. Pre Thunderdome and post Thunderdome, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, the Thunderdome yeah. changed the gameplay out, okay? Mm-hmm. Because Dan, and I know you've said this, leading up to Thunderdome, <coughs> AEW was crushing WWE like yeah like it was just it better felt like it was a higher right quality before... product right it, <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the storylines yeah. were better the matches were better you have to understand it, the beginning of pandemic for WWE was pretty fucking boring okay like yeah, it, it wasn't it was that good it was a real lull times daddy and AEW yeah. was fresh it was funny Jericho would jump on commentary everyone's well he came up with pineapple Pete I mean you have the inner circle you have Matt Hardy you have the stadium stampede there was yeah. so much great inventive cool shit. They were just making lemonade out of this weird scenario. They were because they were able to get loose and play with it. Some mm-hmm. really cool, fun, interesting shit happened. Right. And that wasn't happening on WWE. They were sick into the script because they have to. And so. AW was outshining WWE big time. Then WWE leaned into their strength, which is we got the money. We've got the production teams. We've got all the staff in place. We could make this stuff look seriously fucking great. They added the Thunderdome and it, and it really does make AEW look like high school shit. So That crazy. wide shot of the Thunderdome when they show all the screens. It makes the NBA look like shit. Like It makes uh, every yeah. real yeah. sport. It makes the Super Bowl look like shit. And it's just a yeah, random really under raw. Let me ask you this. How good and slash how absolutely fake and doctored is the crowd noise in WWE. Like th- the crowd chants happen. The I, reactions happen but it's definitely not real no, right I, completely no. but but they 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 give wrestlers like their exact response they want NXT like, it's, it's, has it's a extreme. combination <laughs> yeah but that's yeah. the thing it, fa- it when i'm watching it it i can't even tell it's fake no, I, just dude, know, yeah. I just know well i just know like there's they're, no fucking they way they know the
1: spots now i want to see the guy on the soundboard that's gone all right we're going to get a two count here one right two and he gets a crowd the crowd right.
0: oh right and it's, and like, it's amazing and it's big. so oh. additive meanwhile AEW could barely even get an in ring an in match replay they could barely like show <laughs> me the spot again oh, and, uh, oh that's God, and that's tough it's, it's and that's crazy, tough and that's tough. i like it though i, I like but, it. right but there's whoa, something i like that it's like a little shitty you know right there's I, uh, something raw there's something interesting it's look i think but that's the thing now you really have for the first time in 20 years really truly like another competitor hey if you don't like this maybe you like that do you like the high polished this thing or do you like this nittier, grittier kind of more risks let's fuck around thing we have two distinct products that wasn't raw versus smackdown that bullshit they were trying to sell us on this whole time like oh no there's two different brands. now we actually have two distinct brands right. for real of wrestling mm-hmm. entertainment and that's really exciting and I love it. And sometimes one's going to be better and sometimes the other is going to be better. And sometimes guys, you know, that should have got a, a shake in one are going to do better than the other. Like, like the revival, like FTR. And sometimes guys who, you know, shouldn't be in one are going to show up in the other one. It's, it's going to be interesting. Jericho said the day he signed the AW, everyone in WWE got their fucking salary bumped. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. And I love it. I don't know if that was true, but he did say that. Who cares if it's true? It's wrestling, baby. I, Who knows? Said, Everybody owes him a mistake dinner. And well, then, he, then on. AEW that week, he and MJF agreed to next week have a steak dinner. Okay. Which can, we just, like, can we just talk about that for a second? That how shows you good? a little bit into the inside of the creative process over at AEW, which is like how he probably just shows up and he goes, "What if next week me and MJF have a steak dinner?" Because I said steak dinner on busted open. <laughs> but that's the that's the <laughs> different levels. That's what wrestle. That's what I love wrestling when it's firing on kayfabe and behind the scenes and when then it's behind the yeah. yeah. no scenes. Uh, it's every si- <laughs> what. What? i wanted firing on no cylinders like no what?
1: like i just mean like it's like let's just let's do it yeah. let's do it but let's i'm just go. saying how Fuck cool it, we'll is it live.
0: <laughs> how cool is it that dude that segment was so successful for me mjf and jericho being like i maybe hypothetically kind of would maybe do, that's funny and then plus it them getting each other's faces and be like you and me one-on-one steak dinner and it's like you're on that's incredible that's so funny I loved that that's so funny and this for me
1: in the moment I wasn't really like feeling it Uh, but I know what will come I know what will come after it which will be the part that I like you know they're taking
0: they're taking these stale boring Recycled a million times, energies and tropes that you'll see in WWE, and there, there's, there's,
1: it's a satire. I wouldn't say they're connecting on all of it, though. I, on of the, course, on they're the...
0: not. Dark Orders in there, and it's the biggest piece of shit in all of wrestling. I'm just saying, <laughs> when there's bad, it's gonna be bad. But when it's good, they're gonna be doing stuff that WWE cannot do. Yeah, that that satire of the two guys squared off. You're on, buddy, but not about a match, but instead about a steak dinner. Is so refreshing and hilarious i loved it at the end of jericho 30 i laughed out fucking loud and i don't do that ever at the credits at the end of the episode not just the credits but the snl piano music started playing and everyone came out to sell up all the heels came out and they did the good nights they were all waving good night from the aw hard cam that is so fucking entertaining to me that is so much fun to watch and jericho is the fucking mastermind man jericho is a fucking mastermind I cannot I speak highly enough of Jericho. I feel
1: like th- they almost kind of like got ahead of me in a way when when they did the
0: thing where MJF gave him a picture of himself as the gift, and then Jericho yeah. wasn't mad about it like you know what i'm saying like he was like all right actually that was pretty funny all right enjoy the show like it's like right. um and then, by the way he gave that judas effect to that clown and he went
1: flying. i think that guy's dead he's gotta be dead right <laughs> oh he's my dead. god
0: oh <laughs> my god i do want to take a quick negativity break to say the judas effect is incredible successful strike finish jericho pulls it off i had the misfortune of seeing big swoles finisher uh this week or last week which is just a Judas effect only she spins the other way. She hits you like a, with a front elbow. That lady needs a better finisher, man. That shit is so underwhelming. It's like <laughs> a joke. It's absolute joke. She a lot more to be defined with her. Um, like I, she, I'm, I'm oh, like, my God. What a joke. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Jericho's fucking crushing it. Um, the thing about AEW is, AEW, you're absolutely right. It's a little bit shantier than WWE. Yeah. But they have a little bit more of that grittiness, that grit that Edge has, right? And it has all these old kind of semi-washed up guys kind of, yeah. you know, in there like to see uh, Dustin is really funny to see fucking QT Marshall as Jericho called him one time, which is amazing yeah. to see all the, it's funny to have Tony Skiavone in there. Who's an absolute <laughs> nightmare, right? Like it really feels to me like WCW And ECW merged and had a baby, and that's what AEW is. But that's an awesome lane to be. It's the ultimate alternative to WWE, and it is so good. And Cody Rhodes is doing work every time you see this fucking guy. Dude,
1: he's amazing.
0: He is giving you the best pro wrestling that exists on television. Every time, no matter what, lights out. It is so fucking
1: good. Shabir, I said it when he was gone for those six weeks. It was fucking a horror show without him around, man. It oh really God. was. I,
0: I can't speak highly enough of this fucking guy. Like, dude, it is dude, so great. You,
1: dude, when he's not around, they're lost. They are yeah, then they're lost. like the he, Bucks. The then, it's got,
0: then it's like oh. the Bucks, like, trying to be funny Ugh. and trying to be badasses. And it's, like, kind of working, and it's kind of fun to see. And, yeah, his hair got longer, and that's kind of interesting. It's a very beautiful hair he has. But it's like, Cody is the guy. There's no question. Cody is so the goddamn guy. He, he may be the best wrestler wrestling today. He very well may be. I don't know.
1: He's looking jacked too.
0: He well, uh, this is the one thing that's funny about it is he put on some muscle clearly, and then the, like you know that he also gets to script the shit because he's like yeah, they're like minimalist. they talk. They about keep it. mentioning that he put on fourteen pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. I love it. it's like yeah, specifically, yeah. and I bet in like two or three weeks it's gonna be fifteen. Like they're like, he's telling you exactly how much muscle he put on, and you have to mm-hmm. say it. And it's incredible. Look, by the way, when he came back with the black hair for some reason for for a couple weeks. It's yeah. like Diablo Cody. I think, Dan, you said that. I you're called like, him Diablo Cody. Diablo yeah. Cody. Did, did you say it on the pod or no? No, I haven't said it. Such just a funny defeated. call. It, it deserves <laughs> being mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, Dan called it. That was a, one of the couple <laughs> we have enough. I said Dan I called, called him Diablo a, Cody. <laughs> Diablo Cody with the black hair. He came back dressed like a Devil May Cry character. just Dressed like yeah. a bad guy in a video game. And he looked fucking incredible. <laughs> Tricked us into buying a t-shirt. <laughs> Tricked me into buying a t-shirt. I have three Cody t-shirts. I'm going to get seven more. <laughs> I have no regrets. He comes in, his matches are incredible. His in ring is incredible. His promos make me almost cry. The promo he had during this quarantine, there was one promo. Man, what was it leading up to? It was like in the was there a debate? Did he have a debate at some point with someone? Yeah. Jericho and MJF uh, Jericho had a debate or something with, with uh what's his name? Uh Art Cassidy. But there was some other who was Cody feuding with earlier in the pandemic? I don't even remember. I don't know, but he he cut a promo where he was talking about how like how like he is so proud to call himself a professional wrestler and he has given his whole life to being a professional wrestler and he did this so he could support wrestling. I mean I'm almost in tears. You just
1: cut that this week.
0: No, no, there was one even further, further ago. The one I this week agree. was incredible. I'm in tears with this guy. All it's right, so emotional Sheps, to me. We went way over time here. We I got one it. more thing to say. All right, say it, and then we're – say it, and let's do it. (laughs) Remember, this is brought to you. All this bonus content, this is not our main episode. This is an extra episode. Sign up on the Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash wrestling. This is brought to you by my new pitch. You can hear Sheps talk about we have the RKO special that you can hear on any tier on the Patreon Talk uh, ranking RKOs. Wrestling, the best thing about wrestling and the thing (laughs) that wrestling is most about is respect. It's all about respect. I love when respect is given. I love when respect is taken. I love when respect is earned. And the amount of respect that was flying around Jericho 30, to Jericho 30. Absolutely. There was so much respect. It was so beautiful to see. He had respect from musicians, from other wrestlers.
1: <laughs> oh, he had his God. father.
0: He had his father, Ted Irvine, right. saying, I'm proud of you. I love watching oh, you entertain us. All right.
1: Play, so play, much respect.
0: Play. Tulo. Are you disrespecting the concept Play of off. respect?
1: Play him off.
0: You don't like – Let me, Dan, mute this fucking guy because he's disrespecting off. respect. How you, look, I, I understand you want to give me disrespect. You're going to disrespect actual respect. Dan, you got to mute this guy. It's out of control. I don't know what's going on. Mute him immediately. Mute him immediately. This is well, disgusting. Just keep going. The respect going on, Tulo wasn't – I guess he wasn't feeling the Jericho Authority. I, look, I, this guy—it's a real sad thing to be to be a huge fucking mark for the biggest corporate product in America, and really
1: shit Whoa, on homegrown respect.
0: Oh, homegrown respect. Graf stop it. Don't roots
1: come back! Don't come respect. back day one! Don't fucking come back day one and think you fucking know what's going on. Because I've been here while you've been away, sulking in the fucking corner, right, buddy? I've been here, showing up all the time, I've been here weekend. Exactly. And I've been showing up and giving my opinion. So you just come back here and think you think I know you know what I'm going Well, about? look, Tulo. Here's all know I'm gonna say. I'm about?
0: Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna you say know scor- me. I'm gonna say scoreboard bitch. I'm glad you tanked the oh. goddamn show for a couple months. Let's watch yeah. how many more listeners we get yeah. so, now but, that I'm fucking back, baby.
1: I'm so I'm sorry. You're so, I'm welcome! So
0: you can right, follow everybody. me at Shabiro. That's yeah. Sierra yeah. Hotel, watch Echo many, Bravo, India, Romeo, Oscar. You can check out my yeah. Real radio show on an actual radio service that people pay for on Sirius XM. Thursdays at 4 p.m. The Raw Report, Channel 99. Tune in live every week. We talk to big, big celebrity guests, not Nick Tulo from Long Island, but, you know, people on TV and stuff like Skylar Aston. And also check out my other (laughs) podcast, (laughs) Throwback Explains It All. New episodes every Throwback Thursday. That is in partnership with the greatest vintage store in all of New York City, Mr. Throwback. And, of course, guys – it's bears repeating. Follow me at Shibiro on all your social media. I, I, I'm so glad I'm back to help bring this show <laughs> to a new era. Don't worry. We'll sprinkle them in here and there. Uh, <laughs> not piss off too many people, uh, but too low. Uh, everyone. So listen, uh, uh, this is I'm leaving episode. for this part of the exit. I don't like the way I was treated. There was a lot of disrespect flying around. It's bullshit. Right. Okay. I'm out of here. Okay. Go. Peace, bro. So anyway, this episode, uh this is a bonus episode of the podcast. Came out on Monday. Uh, the return of Jason <laughs> Shapiro and, and Tulo going at it. Uh, but we have to be, you know, look, times times were rough on here. Times were yeah, time's rough. Just, times were also top. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, gotta you just got to let them talk.
1: <laughs> don't worry, you may that so, so will come out this something.
0: week. Um, uh, but everybody, uh, check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Bonus uh, uh, episode. Uh, AWNXT uh, Friday uh uh, AW NXT centric episodes come out Friday morning and the Cal Zoom Thunderdome will be during Hell in a Cell on October 25th so if you're at that tier um, and also there's one last Cow Movie Club episode for this season but we'll have season 3 of the Cow Movie Club next year uh, but uh, hey everybody thanks for listening and uh, keep watching wrestling kids cheers up comedians of
1: wrestling I listen on Thursday when I go to work Ha, 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 ha.